This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Italian Citizenship Podcast. This week, we are back not only with Mr. Marco Permunian, but also Miss Raffaella Zerbinato from ICA. Some of you may be familiar with her name, but we also wanted to introduce you to this other team member from the company. So first, before I get into really introducing Raffaella, I think it actually might be worthwhile for Marco maybe to just kind of describe what she does because she has a very, very important role um, when helping ICA's clientele uh, dealing with gathering their documents from Italy. So Marco, would you mind uh, giving us a little bit more of uh, uh, some details about what Raffaella does? And then we'll get into talking to her a little bit about kind of the process, what she goes through, and maybe even a little bit of the history of Italy as well. Um, Raffaella is one of our most experienced team members when it comes to tracking down and requesting Italian vital record documents. So she specializes in requesting Italian birth certificates, marriage records, death certificates when necessary from Italy, so from an Italian municipality. And she's very experienced because she's been dealing with Italian towns for a long time. So she knows how they deal with requests, how long the processing times are. And she also knows how to track down documents uh, like birth certificates when uh, their location is unknown. So when our clients come to us and they don't know when uh, or where their great-grandparent was born, she is very good at tracking down the information. Well, thank you, Signora Raffaella, for coming to join us. This is so great to have you here. Of course, gathering the documents for, especially for Italian citizenship by descent, can be very important for understanding genealogy and, and to be able to trace and track a family. Um, what is it exactly that you do and how do you go through getting these documents for clients of ICA? The registry search for an immigrant, because that's what we're concerned with and that's what we're talking about, namely, people who have immigrated to other states, particularly to the United States of America, is essentially based on three points. The place, the time frame, and the relationship with family members. By place, I mean the place of birth or residence. Time is the time frame which we investigate in our research, that is, the time frame of birth, when it's not precise in the relationship to family members, parents, wife, and children. These are the three points that my team and I use when we start our research. Very often, when we're not directly given aside from the name and the date of birth, also the place or the parents' names, we have to rely on the documents that we find or on documents provided by the client beforehand, such as the passenger lists, the boarding lists from which we got a lot of information. In addition to the date of departure, we find the age, whether this person was married or not, by whom he was directed, and where he was leaving from. 
So the last place of residence, which doesn't always coincide with the place of birth, coincide con il luogo di nascita, però è una cosa. But it's still an important aspect because it helps us to identify a certain area, a certain location. We verify who was left at home, namely those who remained. If it's the mother, we get the name of the mother or of the father or the brother. These are all important things that help us in our research. E poi verifichiamo. Then we check where he was going to. So where he was residing in the place of immigration. Why this? Because from there we can trace his entire history. La storia di una persona. Ora partiamo dall'inizio. Now, let us start from the beginning. The Italian state was born in about 1871 as a registry office, as a compulsory registration of birth, death or marriage. Fica come obbligatorietà di registrazione di nascita, di morte o di matrimonio. Tutto quello che prima. Everything that happens before this period is derived from baptism registers. Giste di battesimo. Allora, già Napoleone Bonaparte. Already Napoleon Bonaparte in 1806, when he arrived in Italy, obliged the clergy to keep records of all births, of all deaths, and all potential marriages. Di tutte le nascite, delle morti e di eventuali matrimoni. Perché la Chiesa doveva. Why did the church have to take care of that? Because the church was the only organization that could read and write, and it had always kept its own registers. So already from there, we can find the first elements. This went on until 1816, particularly in northern Italy, but continued in the south, luckily for us, well after that. Per nostra fortuna nelle ricerche, anche ben dopo. Quindi troviamo documenti molto vecchi. So we can find very old documents, even in this period. Then we have the restoration period, which goes from around 1816 up to 1870. A decree of 1864 obliged, namely, instructed the various municipalities to register all births, deaths, all bans of marriages, and marriages. Tutte le nascite, le morti, le pubblicazioni di matrimoni e matrimoni. Questo non veniva... This wasn't always done. That's why in 1871 was issued a decree law obliging all municipalities to keep record of it. Since then, we have these registers. Sometimes we run into difficulties because, over the years, due to the war or because of floods, weather conditions, earthquakes, these registers were lost. We've been lucky, though, because there were always made two copies. And even today, two copies are made of these registers. Una tenuta dal comune... One is kept by the municipality, which very often, as I said, was lost due to war, and other is kept by the court. Some courts, especially when it comes to very old registers, decided to spill them. That's the technical term that is used. So they handed them over to the state archives, which are public bodies that keep records of all these notes of all these registers. Che ordinano e tengono è una specie di registro di tutte queste note, di tutti questi registri e ai quali noi... And we often turn to them when we can't find the register in the relevant municipality. Il registro nel comune di competenza. Ora io e il mio team... My team and I, when we get a request from some American citizen who wants to become an Italian citizen, when we're asked to look up their ancestors, their grandparents, great-grandparents, or even further back in 1832, and our client has very few records, we start with these elements. E a pochi dati, iniziamo proprio da questi elementi. Quindi, da we start from the passenger list to collect as much data as possible 
to help us reconstruct this family tree. Che ci aiutino a ricostruire questa famiglia. Quindi non solo. So not only that of the ancestor who immigrated, whether male or female, but of his whole family, to better understand the place. Because even if they were poor or disadvantaged, it doesn't mean that they would always stay in their place of birth. O disagiate che rimanessero sempre solo nel luogo di nascita. Anzi, on the contrary, very often they moved. And that's why it's difficult sometimes to trace them. So we rely on the state archives, where we find another essential element for our research, which is the conscription list, or the matriculation role. Essenziale per la ricerca, che è la lista di leva, o ruolo matricolare. All male citizens were obliged to serve in the military, and in these registers was reported the place of birth or the place of residence, the parents' names, the age, any distinguishing marks, and also their job. Di residenza, il nome dei genitori, l'età, segni particolari, anche l'occupazione. E tutti questi dati ci... All these data helps us in our research when we have difficulties in identifying the precise place of birth. Il luogo preciso di nascita. Utilizziamo to help us in our research, we also use when we're desperate and have little information, also the American census, especially the 1930 census, which helps us to find out the family structure, including if there were any brothers and sisters, mothers, fathers who may have lived with them locally, the precise date of immigration if they were naturalized or if they were widowed. Madri, padri che magari vivevano con loro. Il, il, la data precisa di emigrazione, eh, se erano naturalizzati, eh, se erano vedovi, c'è tanta informazione. We have lots of information that can help us as a whole to enrich our research, allowing us to reach our goal, that is, to identify the precise place of birth, hence the certificate request. Che è quella di individuare il luogo preciso di nascita, quindi la richiesta del certificato. Quando noi abbiamo messo insieme... When we put all these details together, we turn to the relevant municipality. In other words, the municipality where this immigrant was born. We make the usual phone call because every municipality is different. There aren't any specific rules to follow for the application. We always make a phone call to find out how to apply. Many municipalities want us to send a written request, of course with a proxy and a document of our client, along with a stamped addressed envelope, because maybe they don't want to have additional cost for their municipality because they are a very small municipalities. Perché magari non vogliono spese aggiuntive per il proprio comune, perché magari sono comuni molto piccoli. A volte invece basta... Sometimes all we need to do is to apply via certified mail, PEC, and they in turn will send us the document. But when this document is not stored in the municipality, we send a request to the state archives. The state archives, however, will only provide a copy of the registers page, so not an actual extract, a civil status document. They provide us with a simple copy because they aren't authorized. And so, in order to endorse this copy provided by the state archives, which hold the second copy, we ask the relevant municipality, which no longer holds the register for various reasons, to explain to us on headed paper why they don't have this register, the reason why they cannot issue this certificate. This allows us to endorse and confirm the document, this copy with the stamp and signature of the state archives. Documento, questa fotocopia naturalmente con tanto di timbre e firma dell'archivio di Stato, quindi ce la va a confermare. So this will act as an endorsement. In the third case, 
when not even the archives are in possession of the copy, as it could have been destroyed due to World War II, which did a lot of damage in some municipalities, destroying them completely and wiping out the whole archival heritage, including birth, marriage, and death certificates. In such case, we turn to the parishes where we must find the baptism. There are many priests willing to help, and sometimes the curia itself, the Episcopal Curia that runs all these parishes stores within their premises its own archives. So it stores all these big books. Dentro ai suoi stabilimenti detiene un archivio, quindi raduna tutti questi libroni, che chiamo libroni perché sono... I call them big books because they are very old, where all these baptisms and marriages are written in Latin, or at least the older ones are still written in Latin, in our mother tongue. And it certifies with its own stamp, endorsing its authenticity, and to this we must add a certificate issued by the municipality declaring the original register is missing. Comune di mancanza del registro originale e questo è quello che noi possiamo This is what we can produce and find. Plenty of information can also be found in death certificates. In death certificates are always reported the parents' names or their place of origin and sometimes are more informative than birth certificates. The same goes for marriage bans or marriage attachments. It's customary in Italy when one gets married to produce the birth certificate, or at the time at least, also the poverty certificate residence certificates. Certificates that the person wasn't already married abroad for those who were already living abroad and then returned to Italy. So from there, we can get many documents, including birth certificates that no longer exist or baptismal certificates when the person had not been registered. Unfortunately, we're talking about immigrants. The majority were people, at least back in these days, who were illiterate. So they didn't always go to the town hall to register the birth of their daughter or son. Non sempre si recavano presso il municipio per la registrazione della nascita del figlio della figlia. Lo battezzavano. They baptized him, and that was enough for them. Sometimes the register is there, but the birth cannot be found for that very reason, because it was not registered, or it was registered several years later, posthumously. So if I ask a municipality to look for this birth in the year 1880, and the municipality cannot find it, it doesn't mean it's not there. It must be somewhere, because this person was born. If we can't find the baptism, it may be that the registration was done years later maybe following the parent's marriage, because the child was born out of wedlock. So we have a lot of possibilities to find these documents. When our client doesn't have precise information, except for the name and surname of his ancestor, which is a fairly complicated situation and has an imprecise time frame, because he has limited data with our online research, as well as with our documentary research, such as through matriculation rules. Noi con ricerche sia online che su documenti storici, come dicevo prima, attraverso ruoli matricolari, cerchiamo. We look for relatives because very often the immigrants were relocating to their relatives. They knew little or no Italian but spoke a regional dialect. So they didn't travel randomly to America. They went to those people who had already immigrated people from their same country or region of whom they'd had heard through rumors because they didn't read newspapers, but rumors and gossip were very popular even at the time. ...del proprio paese o della propria regione, del quale avevano avuto conoscenza tramite voci, perché non leggevano giornali, però la voce, il pettegolezzo era molto, era famoso anche allora. 
e quindi si recavano presso persone. They would go to those people from their same region who spoke their same language, their same regional dialect, and through the passenger lists or the censuses, we follow the lines of the descent of other people, whether they are relatives or not, to identify, in addition to the region, also a precise area, the place, the municipality. We may run into municipalities that no longer exist now, that have become hamlets of other municipalities. Or hamlets, and by that I mean small towns, that have become much larger towns now. And we trace them precisely through these acquaintances to whom the immigrants went or moved to, or by whom they were hosted, for example, if they were renting their flats. And so we follow these lines of descent to trace back the history. O andavano o erano ospiti, quindi presso i loro appartamenti, erano in affitto e quindi seguiamo queste linee per ricostruire proprio la storia e per noi è proprio una passione. And my team and I are very passionate about it because especially when we don't have accurate information and it may seem like an impossible task, but for us it's a joy because it helps us in our research. We love doing research. It's something we're passionate about, digging and tracing back. As I always say to my girls, you are investigators. You have to collect all the accurate information. We have to verify all these information. We shouldn't collect data from other family trees without verification. Non prese da altri alberi genealogici e non poi verificate. Devono essere verificate. The data must be verified because we may happen to run into homonyms. We often have problems with homony, especially for those born in southern Italy. Very often they carried the father's name. This can also help us in the census. The firstborn children very often carry the names of both the parents. So we start from there. Hanno i nomi dei genitori di entrambi gli sposi. E quindi da lì partiamo, diamo come ipotesi. We hypothesize that the name could be this one. And then we ask the municipality, and when we find a match, particularly in the heritage, because we can find the same person with the same name and surname, even the same period of birth, maybe even paternity. But then we have to compare this with the marriage that certifies that Mr. Joseph, married to Mary, is the one we're looking for. Confrontate poi col matrimonio, che quello che ci dà la certezza, che il signor Giuseppe sposato con Maria è proprio quello che cerchiamo noi. Quindi nella ricerca... We're very passionate about doing research, precisely because we love history. We love and we have a lot of respect for these people who crossed this great sea to travel to such distant places and in such difficult conditions. Because the people who left were mostly illiterate, they had no money. Those who immigrated were very brave people and are therefore worthy of our respect. That's why when we do our research, and we try our best until we get to the end, because we know we can reach our goal. We always reach our goal. We do this with great passion and great respect. Cerchiamo, e cerchiamo a tutti i costi fino ad arrivare alla fine, perché ci arriviamo al punto, ci arriviamo sempre al punto, lo facciamo con grande passione e grande rispetto. Well, Ms. Raffaella, thank you so much for all of this information. It has been so enlightening to hear all of this about what you go through and what your team goes through at ICA when gathering these documents, because I know in the different sections of ICA, each team has their own specific tasks that they really devote themselves to. And it's it's really amazing to hear about the passion that you have for the work that you do as well as your team. Thank you, Raphael. Thank you for the invitation and greetings to you all. As we say in Italy, Italia, ciao a tutti. 
And anyway, so Marco, thank you so much for bringing on Ms. Rafaela into this episode. But of course, if anybody is needing any help with this process, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can contact us through our website, italiancitizenshipassistance.com, or give us a call, the number is on the website. Absolutely fantastic. And of course, if you're interested in more content like this about Italian citizenship, make sure that you're subscribed to the YouTube channel as well as the audio only podcast. But of course, if you are subscribed to the YouTube channel, you are also automatically subscribed to the Italian real estate podcast where we talk about the the ins and outs of what it is to actually purchase property here as well as renting and then even we've done a series on where in the country we may look at if we were going to purchase property where we would want to live so be sure that you check that out as well of course thank you again marco permunian and grazie mille signora raffaella thank you again and stay safe and healthy out there and we will see you all next time later thank you